it's that time of the week again to fill your cup up with some lukewarm coffee. It's your host, Doug and... Mackie. And we're here to hang out with you for, uh, well, how, however long the podcast lasts. I mean... Yeah, until we get tired of it. Yeah, so it could be like five minutes from now, honestly. Uh, I think I'm done now, actually. I, okay, I think I'm good. Right, good job. That's all we have. Good chat. <laughs> all righty, we're going to hit it. Let's get into it. It's lukewarm coffee. Shut the f*** up. Oh my God. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay horror movies by myself which is as sad as it sounds well no that's actually like that's an ideal kind of halloween honestly that's not that's not the worst thing here's the thing though i don't just do that on halloween that's kind of a weekly thing for me that's like a normal tuesday night yeah that, that's that's something i do pretty often so i can't really say anything about it being special no, nothing wrong with that it is like you like what you like right different strokes for different folks yeah sure i mean unless your folks suck in which case I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Don't Who stroke your shit? folks. Move, move. Don't stroke your folks. <laughs> don't, no, God, no. don't stroke that your is folks. It's only legal in like one or two states. And, and one of those there, is Alabama. It's frowned upon there <laughs> still. So, geez, Louise. Well, that took a dark turn fast. Oh, so, yeah. we can only go downhill from here. Speaking of dark turns, last week on the uh, podcast, we played with a Ouija board. We did. And uh, d- uh, did any weird things happen to you? Well, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, no. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, actually, <laughs> cool. That, no, that day, though, when I finally got back to my house, I put... So every day, I walk in, and I unlock my door, and I go, and I leave my backpack in the kitchen, because my work backpack and my gym bag are exactly the same. Okay, so as, like, as one does. Yeah, so when my backpack in the morning smells funny, now you know why. All it's, right. It's because it's also a gym bag. So I, I always leave that in the kitchen, so it's easily accessible, and never before has this happened where it's sitting there. And I was getting changed in the bedroom, and then I hear this really loud crash coming from oh. the kitchen. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And, uh, yeah, it turns out uh, my backpack just fell off of the chair that it was sitting on, and uh, that has never happened before. Weight displacement, question mark? Or... That, that's kind of where I'm going. I was like, well, logically, I can just explain. Like, I had more water in my water bottle at the moment, or, like, my laptop was leaning funny inside the bag itself. Yeah. And that caused it to fall. But then there was, like, the bigger part of me. I was like, oh, my God. Baphomet has descended upon my apartment. <laughs> I am going to die. I need to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing really weird happened. I felt weird in the guts for a couple of days, but I think that's just because of a, the celebratory Halloween candy I ate. But the, the, the steady diet that, of KFC yes. and chocolate. Yes. Oh, uh, funny you mentioned that. I did actually uh. get KFC. Oh, did you <laughs> Like, really? right after the podcast, <laughs> I went and got KFC. I Georgia Gold Chicken, man. Oh, up a drive through without an issue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So this brings us back to another week. And I got to say, I, I love doing this podcast. I'm so happy that it's been like a weekly thing. We've been able to keep it up, keep it going. Uh, that being said, you know, we can't do it without, you know, you. Of uh, course. We need you to, you know, like, subscribe, share as much as you possibly can. If you like what you're hearing, give us a like, give us a share. If you don't like what you're hearing, get the fuck out. <laughs> 
Not nice. It anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, share it anyway. Just say, Spre- like, spread some hate. Exactly. Like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. You got to take a you listen to listen it. You got to listen to it. We, we'd be fine with that, too. You know what they say, right? No. What, what do they I, say? I have no idea. That's why I asked you. Well, you're the they here, no so. No publicity is bad. Wait. There's no such. Yes. Good news is bad <laughs> news. I don't know. For good news for people who love bad news, modest mouse. <laughs> the just, only we're, alternative we're band you think is the acceptable only, <laughs> there's only one it's modest mouse or nothing yeah uh, let's let's delve right into a couple of stories i got a great debate for us to get into today i know oh. you you said even this morning that you have something that you're looking forward to chatting I about do. So. so uh i don't really like how once halloween ends we go straight to christmas culture no it's like, awful no, no no don't get me wrong i love and adore christmas as much as the next person i just made a playlist of like michael buble stuff just Ooh, michael buble yeah yeah oh, i nice. love that guy um but Thanksgiving doesn't really get enough hype in the general eyes of the public. I know there's, like, Mm-mm. memes about it and everything, but no one's super excited for Thanksgiving. No. So I was trying to make a list of – I looked online – some of the best Thanksgiving movies to watch because I know there's some Hallmark weird shit, but I was looking sure. for something better. Yeah. But I found something that I was really not expecting. Um, you have my newborn so, attention. Since we're fresh out of Halloween and still in that little uh, transition period to Thanksgiving, I found a sing- the one single movie that I think exists in this genre – uh, that can do the job of both of those holidays and okay. transition between those. Uh, this movie is called Thanks Killing. Oh, my God. And the only description it has is, uh, quote, a possessed turkey terrorizes five college students during Thanksgiving break. So not only is this one of my favorite movies, but at one point in time, I owned this and the sequel. And it is the greatest. Did you really? I shit you not. Because I was I betting on the fact that you did movie. not know this. Because I have the picture here of yeah, the gobble, of the actual gobble, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's what it's and uh, <laughs> a lot of indie films have some decent budgets, mm-hmm. you know, in there, a couple hundred thousand dollars because they get a team together. Yeah, the budget on this. G- give me a guess on that. After seeing it, and it literally looks like five college students and a sock puppet turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have to say maybe. $100 tops. It's actually $3,500, but still. Wow, that is a But lot the best more. part, you said that you have the sequel. There's a third. No, no, there isn't. There is there's a third. There's Killing, and then there's Thanks Killing 3. What? Yep. Now, I thought about- Killing 3, the entire point of that movie is to find the sequel to Thanks Killing, Thanks Killing 2. That is- Thanks Killing 2 does not actually exist because <laughs> in th- after Thanks Killing, they gathered up all the Thanks Killing 2 movies burned them except for one copy and that copy holds the key to killing the turkey from thanks killing that's like some house of leaves shit right there i was yeah. really betting on the fact that you did not know this movie but i'm kind of disappointed in myself that you do and you actually like I no one understand it. it the best part is that thanks killing three aka thanks killing two because i mean it goes one three with no two in between thanks killing two for those 21 years and older has a built-in drinking game into the movie and let me tell you something (laughs) don't fucking play it unless you have a tolerance as high as the empire state building because it is incredibly dangerous but (laughs) it is one of the worst movies on the planet and if you have not seen it and you're looking to like Mackie said transition between halloween and thanksgiving yeah don't get the family together but watch that movie. Yeah, because I, I was just looking innocently for some actual good, you know, wholesome movies. So maybe some funny stuff. Like, yeah. uh, uh, I saw just a bunch of, like, more Christmas-centered movies around, like, that time. Which I get, but mm-hmm. I was looking for Thanksgiving 
like focus movies. Yeah. I couldn't find any but this no. one. I was so hoping you didn't know what this was, but I, I think know, I'm so I th- sorry. no no no, I think it's better that you do know because you could actually tell me I, <laughs> what I the fuck went on. Ethos of everything. There is a scene and I will oh my god, it is there, there's a scene where Turkey in the very in the very first movie uh, this chick and her boyfriend start getting it on, you know, because Thanksgiving celebrations. Oh, it, it's what you do. And especially in horror movies, too. Oh, you can't yeah. have can't yeah. have one without fucking. Y- you can't. So halfway through, Turkey comes up behind the guy. Awesome. Gets rid of it. Finishes the job of the boyfriend with the, with the chick. Whoa, 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 the chick whoa, 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 whoa. Thinking that it's the boy, but it's Turkey. That's some stuff from, like, a Serbian film. Have you seen that? No. Don't watch it. I'm I'm not going to. <laughs> it's actually. very messed up. Well, but, so uh, is this movie. Now the best part of the whole thing, remind you, it's not an actual turkey. It's a sock puppet. But it's like because I saw the cast when I looked mm-hmm. at the movie and I was like, that guy is somewhat conventionally attractive and he plays a thing called turkey. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked at the cast, I was like, it looks about what it sounds like, but mm-hmm. I still don't know what I'm expecting. Should should I actually watch this? Oh yes. Oh yes, my god. Please, sometime over the weekend, go home. Educate yourself and watch it because it is just absolutely terrible. Like there's just scenes scenes that are just so so bad. For example, one of the girls' dad is uh sitting at the breakfast kitchen table, whatever yeah. you want to call it, drinking his coffee, and he turns to his wife and says, "This coffee tastes like shit." And his wife turns to him and says, "That's cuz I took a shit in it." <laughs> there's, a pe- there's shit in the coffee. I don't like that. It is just the weirdest movie ever. It's so funny though well that's that's the kind of movie trope that i've seen before yes not to kind of make that normal but i've seen it before uh i'm just wondering you Mm -hmm. know why didn't it get more publicity i've never heard i've heard of a lot of shitty b-list c-list z-list horror movies that don't deserve to exist but wow I've never. I mean, this, thank you for also, enlightening me. My my absolute pleasure. It's also like not old, but it did come out in like 2012 or 2013. Yeah, like it's th- not I don't recent, remember. and that might be part of it because like you were probably a young teenager. That at the doesn't time. really mean anything. Well, I know nothing I says means anything, <laughs> but like I, it's just not something that was highly publicized. We found it by accident. I think it was on Netflix when I was in college oh, for literally God. like two weeks. A movie whose budget was thirty five hundred dollars. How much did Netflix? buy the rights to it for. Oh, I, I'd imagine they just said, do you want to be on Netflix? And they're like, holy shit, yeah, just do it. You don't well, need to pay Well, us. they could pull a Stephen King, because Stephen King actually sold the uh, rights to Dreamcatcher. Oh, yeah. Because he really wanted it to be a movie. It flopped for some reason. It's a great fucking movie. I've uh, se- I think really, I've really it. long. Yeah. He sold it for a dollar. Really? Yeah. So but I what, think what? that's maybe when Netflix did being like, we'll give you a dollar if we'll we can put the shit movie on here. That reminds me of those uh, Geico commercials with the old man. With the, <laughs> you, you gotta be quicker than that. Got a dollar for you. <laughs> gotta be quick. Gotta be quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, here. So speaking of movies, I actually I, I have a debate okay. uh, that I want us to go through. And I, I mentioned it to you yesterday. And it's it's Halloween. It's Christmas. It's kind of if you combine both of them. Okay. You, I guess you can find Thanksgiving somewhere in there. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Christmas movie, Halloween movie. I think it's a Halloween movie. And I am dead ass that it is a Christmas movie. I can understand that. Well, give me a reasoning behind a Christmas movie first. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, let me get up on my box real quick. Grandstanding again today. 
Jack Skellington is so awestruck by the beauty and majesty of Christmas that he wants to leave Halloween Town in order to become Santa Claus. You have Claus. this written down. Oh, I've got bullet points. And <laughs> oh shit! I thought, I've been thinking about this for. So like you a went week. full like Lincoln Douglas style debate, you know, cross examination. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I have both sides of this argument all panned <laughs> out. So that's the first one. Is he was so awestruck that the king of Halloween said, "Fuck this." I want to be Santa Claus. Secondly, most of the movie is about Jack Skellington trying to find the spirit of Halloween. There's the entire bit. What's this? What's this? What the fuck is this? Trying That's how to find I remember the it, yeah. spirit of Christmas. Thirdly, some of the best scenes in the movie are Christmas scenes, i.e., what is this? Uh, i.e., giving out all of the presents to the kids where the kids open the box and there's like a shrunken head and stuff inside or uh, going to Christmas town and kidnapping Santa Claus. Some of the best scenes in the movie are focused around Christmas. Fourthly, it has classic Christmas themes throughout the film, such as starting a new family, finding purpose, as well as learning that there's more to life than what you actually think, i.e. all Christmas oriented themes. And lastly, maybe most importantly, in the end, it has a Christmas ending and spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the movie in the 26 years it's been out. Exactly. Like, hold the friggin' cake, turn this off, and go watch the movie, because I'm going to spoil it in three, two, one. In the end, Santa escapes the clutches of Oogie Boogie, because Jack understands his place in the world, says, I can't be Santa, I belong in Halloween Town, helps free Santa from the boogeyman, get him back to Christmas Town. Jack goes back to Halloween Town, but at the end, you see Santa Claus do a flyover of Halloween Town, almost as if like an odd, like a, it's all water under the bridge. We can both coexist. You can, you know, acknowledge Christmas and Halloween. It's okay. In the end, a classic Christmas element just let bygones be bygones, move on, and everything's going to be okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, were those your original points, or did you... Scalp them I off mean, the, the internet. internet did help, but those are okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any formally constructed points like that. I just like to begin with starting out. The movie starts out with no inkling of Christmas. Mm-hmm. It does not give you any hints towards it when mm-hmm. you first watch it. You know, as a kid, yeah. it's Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. This is fucking Halloween town. We're spooky. We're scary. We're skeletons. Here's a big fucking skeleton guy. Yeah, and uh, because he is. The Pumpkin King, I feel like it's a Halloween movie only because he's finding his roots back where he actually is. And yeah, maybe that's a Christmassy theme mm-hmm. if you're in the season because literally any other kid's movie is about, you know, staying true to yourself. Like yeah. finding things. Yeah. I, I don't fucking know. But <laughs> in the, and you say what, some of the most, the, some of the greatest scenes come out Dude, of the Christmassy part. No, 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 I'm good, I'm good. Okay. Some of the most amazing scenes come out of the Christmas parts of the movie? Oh, um, fuck no. Oogie Boogie, Oogie Boogie's Lair, that is Halloween Central. What's the point of Oogie Boogie in that movie, though, outside of trying to kidnap Santa Claus? I don't know, but it's so fucking cool. Like, what's the point in anything in that movie, to be honest? I mean, we can get super existential real quick. uh, Yeah, we could, but, uh, you know, I think it's because it was also a struggle in Halloween Town for people to kind of function without their leader, Jack. So Uh I think it was a personal struggle for everyone in Halloween Town, but just for him, it was kind of like, la-di-da, I found a fucking door. He could have gone through any of those. He could have gone to Thanksgiving Town. But here's the one thing that remains constant, is mm-hmm. Halloween. He could have gone through any of the Easter, Thanksgiving, uh, uh, Christmas, anything. I think anything. does at some point go into through the Easter door, doesn't he? Oh, I don't or remember. Or is it just there? I have a... I think it's just there, but he could have gone into any holiday door, but the one thing that remains constant is Halloween, because it is centralized around Halloween, 
but there's one character that's like, what about this one? Well, there is also the point that at one point in time, he does convince the entirety of Halloween Town to celebrate Christmas. Yeah, but then... bringing about Christmas to Halloween Town. But then it falls back because he failed to realize who he truly is, which is a Halloween bone daddy. They call him the bone daddy in that movie. I know it is not time appropriate to say that anymore, but it is the truth. It is a line directly from the movie. And what I like about this is that you're right. I'm also right. Neither one of yeah, us is wrong. That's in this the thing, debate. though. <laughs> I will only watch it during Christmas time because when I grew up, when my parents showed me this movie, it was during Christmas time. So to me, that's why it is instilled as a Christmas movie. Now, yeah. if you grew up and your folks showed it to you during Halloween, which they as, did, then that's why it's instilled as a Halloween but movie. But I've watched it during both just because it's really good. It's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And uh, when I heard that it was uh, made 26 years ago, I almost had a stroke. Oh, yeah, me too. I could not believe it. Because I didn't think it was older than me. Because oh, I was yeah. like, ah. Yeah, no, it came out in like 92 or something like that. Yeah, because I, I knew it had been around for a while, but, you know, I didn't think it would have been older than maybe Corpse Bride or something. I thought maybe around the same time. Well, it's funny because uh, Corpse Bride and Nightmare Boat, they have very, very similar animation styles. Well, yeah, because they're it's Tim Burton. Tim Burton, yeah. But well, he knew, uh, was he Coraline also? Uh, I think because so. that one has a similar animation style, which uh, I know Halloween was yesterday, but if you get a chance to watch Coraline, arguably one of the scariest Please do. Movies. There's no reason you shouldn't have seen it by now, yeah, fuckers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> watch Coraline. <laughs> absolutely terrifying. So uh, that, that was my big daily debate. We can wind down. Everybody just like take a deep breath. Yeah. <sighs> and relax. You know the greatest thing about debates, though, is debating with old people over anything. Yeah. Anything. Really? And, uh. You said this morning we were we were off oh, air yeah, we talking talked about boomers and uh, yeah exactly so uh, we talked about the phrase okay boomer when you talk to anyone okay, who is a certain age and you kind of challenge their beliefs they get all pissy about it oh yeah which is totally fine everyone gets pissy when you challenge their beliefs yeah, I'm not exactly. I'm not about to get political here but I am in love with the phrase okay boomer because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think millennials kind of started it mm-hmm. but then it kind of leached its way down into the gen z which is what i am yeah and uh now it's not even an age anymore it's just a fucking mindset you can meet someone yeah you can meet someone the same age and if they're like i think the earth's flat you'll be like okay fucking boomer but that's the thing like uh, like the flat earth that's not like a boomer concept no 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 no. concept but but i think now have leached on to yeah it's really weird which is because they grew up when science was like oh we should just listen to science because it's correct yeah but for some reason they didn't they were the people to challenge, like, why do I have to take any of these? I'm not going to need them. Yeah. But, but no, I think it's more of a mindset than anything. Just whenever someone's being ignorant, it's just, okay, boomer. Yeah. And, like, don't get me wrong. Every now and then, I find ignorance to be kind of funny. Of but course like, it's funny. Of course what? it's funny. That's the only way you could cope with anything anymore oh, is to yeah, find no, it funny. It is, it is absolutely ridiculous. And I, I love people. And we're, just, I, we're going off on a tangent here. But I love the people on Facebook where it's like, uh, global warming is a hoax. Like, why? Da, 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 it's just so mm-hmm. da, 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 get rid of jobs. Da. Okay, so it might be a hoax. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you so concerned yeah. with making the world a shittier place that yeah. you don't want to find greener ways to produce energy? Yeah. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not about to get political because I like we all have our own views. I'm exactly. not here to change yeah, anyone's like, mind. We'll, we'll toy the line here. Yeah, for yeah, a yeah, second, yeah. But... I'm not here to change anyone's mind. I don't give a fuck. But I, I just love the boomer culture. Just the. Yes. You fucking young so like <laughs> I love when old people judge young people because yes. we just kind of sit there and we're like, okay, yeah. 
Gotcha. Like, okay, I got it. But as soon as you say, okay, boomer, there's like a whole. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, I didn't come after your 401k. You know, you can still golf in Florida anytime you want, but I just <laughs> called you a boomer. <laughs> the best part is they have a 401k that you can actually go after. They have social that you can go yeah, after. Yeah, you too. have that. We don't have. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I work like three jobs right now. now yeah, zero, zero benefits. Make just enough money to be broke. Like, it is oh, yeah. perfect. So that's why you should get into radio, kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you do podcasts for free in your exactly, spare time. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, move it, moving on, uh, we'll get off of the debates. Uh, what, what else do you have for us today, Mackie? Just that. I really I really just love the OK Boomer culture now. I just love uh, young people making fun of everything because uh, it's all going to fall to shit, and we've all just kind of ma- made it happy. Exactly. Made it happy now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, really happy note. Thank you so much for yeah. that, Mackie. <laughs> of course. Bring it back up. <laughs> Bring it back up. Well, I, I, it's actually going to stay kind of negative. This oh, next cool. story I found... Emma doesn't look so great. That's the title of this. That sounds like uh, a short, here. a short film. It sounds like a short uh, horror film or yeah, something of does. that nature. Well, the thing is, Emma is the office worker of the future. So if you look to the screen we have in the studio, okay, this story came out. Oh, who? All right. So, and I mean, as you can see, like her legs are puffy. They're covered in varicose veins. Eyes are flat, kind of dead looking, and uh, her back. Basically looks like she spends her days ringing the bells at the Notre Dame. Yeah. Wow. Harsh, but true. Emma is a life-size doll, so obviously not a real person. Okay. But this is depicting uh, what the average office worker is going to look like in about 20 years' time. Uh, good you, thing I'll be dead in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you work in an office, and it's, it's not guaranteed, but basically due to the sedentary lifestyle... Uh, your your back's gonna be all messed up. Your eyes are gonna be sore all the time. Sore backs, headaches, all of that is a direct environment from working in an office. You have stress-related eczema, excess weight, swollen limbs, and uh, they say this is the future if we do not shake up how offices currently function. I don't like how this woman. Have you ever read um Junji Ito's comics? Uh, no, I can't say I have. He is a Japanese horror manga artist oh is he the guy that did the uh freaky doll bird lady um not sure about that bobo momo oh momo no yeah. no, no no he's like um it's a god it, no it's just an actual like manga comic okay they're, they're black and white you know hand-drawn pictures and they are very fucking scary and really? i i love them so much i'll send you a couple afterwards if i can find the pdfs because they're really cool you do mm-hmm. have to read them uh right to left though because of japan well you know definitely she yeah. legitimately looks like a junji ito uh, original character really yeah, yeah and I, that's what scares me the most because that's the... what i look like <laughs> uh, no, no. see your, your back is not quite as uh i do have scoliosis look... but that's not really a <laughs> sickly yeah yeah i g- give yourself some credit there but she's you, got you, scoliosis she like she's gonna die. Yeah. lumbar lordosis every osis you could have yeah if, if you could think of an ailment she has now could you imagine the way she's shaking her hand I, oh, can i help get, you no 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 i'm not ready to die you can you can just peace out, Boy Scout. No, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, there's this study coming out saying basically, unless we make radical changes to our working lives, you know, moving more, addressing posture at the desks, taking regular walking breaks, or, uh, you know, considering improving workstation setup, working in an office could potentially make you extremely sick. Now, I can understand that. I don't know if you've ever worked in an office before. This office, yes. I mean, like uh, the office that's not a radio. No, the, I've I've worked here since I was fourteen, which is impressive. Uh, hats off uh, to you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there is uh, so I before I got into radio, I worked as a uh, basically a customer service rep for mm-hmm. an insurance company, and I sat at a desk all day and answered phones. 
My posture went to shit while doing that job, gained like yeah. 30 pounds doing that job. You just feel sick all the time because all you do is sit and stare at a computer screen. Yeah. Not conducive to a healthy lifestyle. Not very, no. And and even uh, in radio, I know I have a chair in my studio mm-hmm. just because I can't stand for four hours. I don't know mm-hmm. how you do it during your morning show. I know you just recently brought one of the shitty chairs in there, but... I, I even know... It's just a coat rack at this point. I can't even use it. I know, right? It, they're so bad. But, um... And that's another thing. It's great to have shitty chairs in here because we can't sit then. Because it makes you want to stand. Uh, yeah. I'm lucky I stole one from the attic while I could. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, before, you have a nice chair up yeah, there. Before, She's got, like, a nice padded black pleather. It's if got, if oh, you would have called dibs on that, because I got that before he came here. If you would have called dibs, I would have gladly given it up for the shitty chair that I did have. But I think they Damn. threw that one away, unfortunately. Damn. But, no, even when I'm just sitting there during the morning show, mm-hmm. I, I have to get up. I have to stretch my back. I've mm-hmm. done, like, crunches and, like, nah. uh, little wall push-ups. Getting swole. Getting yeah, swole up getting there. swole at yeah, work. Yeah, um, bro. Yeah, I've, I've done just a couple things to help keep me moving at work, which yeah. it sucks so bad just sitting there for a while. And mm-hmm. you get in the habit of getting on your phone. And I have to sit in weird positions mm-hmm. because, uh, first of all, I'm bisexual, and that's, like, a thing that we do, apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's good to know. So, like, if I ever want to join the club, I'll have to keep that in mind. Yeah. Have you ever noticed, like, <laughs> there, there's, like... Those bisexuals, they always sit funny. They fucking do. We, we really do. And uh, so I always have to sit in weird positions because of that and because I have, like, old lady joints. Mm-hmm. So... It sucks when someone walks in and I have my knees propped up like on the desk and I'm like sitting back in my seat on my phone like just trying to look for stuff because it looks like I'm being lazy as fuck and someone comes in I'm like hi how can I help I'm like I'm such a fake (laughs) I'm like I can't do this so I feel like I do look like that lady when I'm during my shift in the morning but then when I'm down here standing during the days it's it's, it's a lot better yeah every time you come downstairs she's either standing up or like we have stools I've tried sitting in the stool, and that doesn't help. There's no yeah. back support. Yeah, because when when I'm sitting there, I'm so conscientious about my posture, but I just can't I can't sit up. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm constantly leaning over when yeah. I'm talking, yeah. so I I feel awkward because when you sit as high as you are, because the mm. desk is high, but the stool is also higher than yeah, it. It's weird. It's very cattywampus. Yeah, so it's not easy to keep good posture and good habits during working here, but at least we're trying. <laughs> See, and that's the thing is trying because uh, again, when I worked in the office, I told, could I get like a stand up desk or something like literally anything? I'm like, well, you need a doctor's note for a problem. And I was like, oh, I don't have one. They said, well, then we can't give you a standing desk. And I said, give it two weeks. Just scribble on a piece of paper. <laughs> You're good. Doug needs standing desk. Give it to me. <laughs> so, yeah, that is uh, that is apparently what the person of the future who works in an office is supposedly going. Well, then I don't want to like. live to see the future. <laughs> no offense, but I don't want to look like that. Yeah, no, it does not, does not sound fun. So coming up next week on the podcast, as oh, we yeah. get ready to wrap things up, you know, we're getting closer to Thanksgiving. So obviously uh, we're going to talk about, I don't know, what you're thankful for or some stuff like that or just I whatever. I think we should talk about the best Thanksgiving food. I like that. Next week, we're going to talk about the best Thanksgiving food. Until then, I'm Doug. I'm Mackie. And this has been Lukewarm Coffee. <laughs>